0: the show.
1: You know, I used to read this Twas the Night Before Halloween book to Sophia in a voice like that all the time. She hated it.
0: <laughs> she hated it. Hey, speaking of voices you hate, welcome to the Five Count. Here we are. It's us. We're back.
1: It's great times.
0: You ever just think like, man, I can't stand that show, but I just can't stop listening? I I've, mean,
1: I personally don't think that ever.
0: That's basically tons of internal dialogue.
1: No, that I never think about that. I'm, in that I mean,
0: Tom's never said that or thought that I mean, ever.
1: Not about you in particular, but I mean, maybe about something that had to do with you, but sure. not about you
0: in particular. I mean, everything about me, but not me. Not you in particular. Actually. Yeah, just all of the things that I do and say and enjoy.
1: The stuff that's yeah that you're involved with. I just, mean, not this show. Just my essence. Yeah, makes you want to barf. Yeah, your essence. Yeah, is that another way of? smell saying smell i stink (laughs) ton thank you stink you got a great shirt on
0: thanks can i i'll just
1: had a shirt like that
0: i wish the listeners could see you in your outfit do you let me describe it (laughs) yeah dude i want this to happen ton has some uh leather boots they're actually rubber rubber, yeah they're brought they're basically knee-high boots yeah and he has pants they're his pants are tucked into said boots. Yeah, the pants are. I'm gonna say circus peanut colored.
1: Circus peanut. <laughs> I haven't got. I haven't heard that yet. Okay. okay. And he's got
0: like a button up it shirt. It is like a pink into peachy. the circus yeah. peanut pants. Pants tucked into the knee high brown boots. You look like a jockey. I'm fully tucked. Or you look like a jockey, dude. Yeah. You look like one of the Olsen twins. I need one maybe of Maybe rode little, in
1: on a pony or something. I need one of those little hats. Dude, these are full on farmer style rain boots. Muck boots. Like, you muck know what boots. I'm saying? In case you're wondering, they're Tom. They're not that brand, but they're like a.
0: He's ready to trudge through the muck.
1: Yeah, I also have dress socks on inside of them.
0: And if you're uh, wondering, yes, he still does look like Bruno Mars from
1: the forehead up. <laughs> <laughs> Their service by Honeywell, made in the USA, boots, dude, they're great, inexpensive. Got them at CNS.
0: Yeah, Ton only buys American.
1: That's not true, but um, thank you so much, dude. They work great for for you know shoveling and what. I was shoveling here. I was shoveling at home before I came here. They're very waterproof. He shovels well. He shovels very well. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Well, you know, it's just the way it's got to be sometimes. Hey, Ton,
0: can I tell you what's happening on the program tonight? Yes. Uh, I'm not sure why or if anyone needs this, but we are going to celebrate the uh, 30th anniversary of the Dinosaurs television show. Oh, really? Do you remember that show? Kind of. Can I ask what your relationship is with that show? If you have one. Have you seen it?
1: Yeah, I believe I've seen it. Yes. Okay. Dinosaurs. Did you enjoy it? Um, I don't recall enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's funny you say that. I'm trying to think about it.
0: When I was putting the show together. Yeah. I realized I don't really enjoy the show either. Dinosaurs. So we're already on the air. And we've got an entire show dedicated to a television show that we're now both realizing we don't particularly care for. Yeah. Why are we doing
1: that? I don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> I you, gotta start coming to the creative meetings. Yeah,
1: yeah, seriously. I don't know. Um, but that's fine. Here's the thing though. I can't I'm thinking of two separate things I think. This dinosaurs show, when did it start?
0: Thirty years ago. Nineteen ninety
1: one, and it was a it was a tell it was a series like
0: it was exactly like that, like on the TV, episodes weekly, animatronic dinosaurs.
1: Yeah. Okay, okay, so because I was thinking of two different things, and that and that's what I was wondering if it was that one or not. I was also thinking of this old claymation dinosaur show, but I think that was called something else. And is That was way the California
0: older. Raisins claymation Christmas.
1: No, there was a there was like a I don't know what it was like Lost World or something weird and there was like claymation dinosaurs. Land of the Lost? Maybe. Maybe it was that. You're not even in the same but ballpark. But it's not that. It's the animatronic one. That was the other one I had in my mind also. That's why I was asking of like Era. Okay, yeah, this show was uh, lame if I remember it correctly. <laughs> Son of a Super lame.
0: Well, stay tuned, Ton, because you're not gonna enjoy the next uh, 115 minutes at all.
1: I remember trying to watch it and then being like, "This is not even really funny, actually."
0: Yeah, the more I think about it, maybe this wasn't the best idea.
1: That's okay. I mean, there's got to be someone else that loves it out there.
0: I hope so. Is but it
1: just called dinosaurs?
0: It is. You're. Uh, I think you're assuming that. There are people out there who love this, this show and then therefore would love our tribute to the other show. This is the
1: part That's of the a program, lot of variables. This is the part of the program where I look at stuff on my phone quick to make sure I'm on board. Yeah, it's this one. Yeah, dude, this show was dumb. <laughs> well, then
0: it's apropos. I suppose that we're going to pay tribute to it tonight.
1: It's yeah.
0: No, no good.
1: Um. Well, let's listen to some stuff about it, and you know, you could talk about it. And
0: hey, I don't know much about it. I didn't watch it because I didn't really like it.
1: So, for the th- thirteen of you that enjoy this program and love the dinosaurs show, we were we're doing it for you, just for you guys. Hope you appreciate it. Guessing
0: Billy Floyd Schultz is probably a big fan. He loves it, I'm sure. Maybe Mailman Ben Nikki. Looking in your direction. Guessing John from New Ulm probably has the box sets. Yeah, dude. He seems like a dinosaurs kind of guy. Hey, speaking of John from New Ulm. Yeah. Got a text message from him. Did you really? From the Five Count Hotline. We have our own hotline.
1: Yeah, we do. Five zero seven five one nine twenty thirty. That is the magical number that you can dial to get in touch with Dusty.
0: Here's what he said. I mostly joke about tumbleweeds. But today, on way to work, saw a huge one go cross street by 3M. Wish I took a pick. Tell Ton. A tumbleweed? Long ago I would put summer sausage on bread, warm up in microwave, then add mustard for a sandwich. From Land of Sauerkraut and Dumplings. John.
2: What up <laughs>
1: Uh, Newsflash, John. I would eat that summer sausage sandwich right now. What up, Christmas? I like to have mayo and mustard on there, though. And I don't have to heat it up, but heating it up is real good. You know what else is good? Just throw some beef sticks in the microwave real quick. Munch on those. Mm, beef
0: sticks. You ever have a Slim Jim sandwich?
1: Beef stick. No, not Slim Jim. Why don't you snap into that? Because that's just garbage. That's garbage beef sticks. I think
0: you need a little excitement.
1: ha. <laughs> I like to eat beef sticks and summer sausage from Schmidt's Meat Uh, Market.
0: Of course. Well, some of us, ton can only afford and therefore only enjoy extremely salty processed meat snacks (laughs) that we can snap into. Actually,
1: I think Slim Jims are just as expensive. I think they're only, the beef sticks at Schmidt's are only a buck a piece, and I think it's got to be the same amount of meat or more in that thing, because it's a much. Yeah, but they're not beef stick.
0: They're not officially endorsed by Macho Man Randy Savage.
1: Yeah, well, he died a few years back. So yes, I know. Why would you even say that? Well, I just I'm obviously saying,
0: that's a sore subject for every person on the planet.
1: I'm saying there's just some lame-o that's at the big giant head of the desk of Slim Jim Incorporated that's taking that cash now, not Mach all i'm saying terrible i know it's that guy profiting off of the match still
0: well on that note now that we've decided that the show tonight is dedicated to something we don't like and macho man is still not with us i guess we'll just move on with the show yeah we'll have to just keep moving forward thanks a lot you're welcome ton we got some dinosaur stories and songs do we really? God, for two hours. I wish I'd have called you first and asked you your <laughs> thoughts on this. <laughs> I, thought I really thought I was on to something here. Dinosaur stories. Yeah, it's late in the year. People probably aren't even tuning in right.
1: Okay. They probably got other stuff. Christmas type stuff?
0: Or are they all off of work and uh, have vacation time they're using up and they have nothing but time to listen to great radio and this might be our biggest audience ever.
1: I think, honestly, they all quit their jobs and are just at home listening to stuff. I don't know. And if you quit your job to listen to
0: KMSU more often, I don't know. I don't know either. I need to rethink that, too.
1: <laughs> it's the world is a interesting place right about now.
0: I guess so. Like that Alanis Morissette song. Yeah. Tony, you, you want to hear a story? Yes. Goldie scales and the three giant sloths. Goldie scales? Yeah. You know, like dinosaurs. Yeah. It's a dinosaur show where you're not paying attention. (laughs) But
1: there's giant sloths.
0: Well, yeah, I think those are around too. And like hairy elephants and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Let's find out all about it. All right.
2: Hey,
3: son of mine, tonight's story is Goldie Scales and the Three... Three
2: giant sloths! I love that story! Love that story! I want a different story.
3: What you just said...
2: I want a different story, one with... I know, I
3: know. A dragon.
2: No, swamp
4: monster.
3: Look, Junior, Ugh. I told this story to your brother, and I told this story to your sister, yeah, and yeah, every yeah, time yeah. I told it, there were three giant sloths, and there was never any swamp monster.
2: I want swamp monster. I want swamp monster. The story
3: doesn't happen in the swamp. It happens in the forest.
2: Move it to the swamp. <sighs>
3: I'll see what I can do. But first, let me tell you about the three giant sloths.
2: Okay swap monster.
3: You let me tell a story, or I'll stop right now.
2: Tell the story! What are you waiting for?
3: <laughs> First, there was the wee little giant sloth.
5: Yo, it is I, the wee big, little, the big, tiny, enormous, uh, I'm a small one. Then there was the second one. The
3: middle-sized giant sloth.
4: How'd I get to be a giant sloth? Okay, I gained a few pounds. My age, it happens. Sloths don't move around much, you know. You sit, you get fat. If you want to talk about giant, you should see my son-in-law. There's a tub. And, And And the third one was... I am the
3: great, huge, and shall I modestly add, magnificent giant sloth. Don't cross me, or I'll bite your head off. Love biting them heads off.
4: Snap them like twigs.
3: (laughs) And they each had a leafy tree.
2: Black. Eating leaves? Black.
3: Oh, leaves aren't so bad.
2: Yeah, you eat them?
3: What, are you crazy? Of course not. (laughs) Now let me tell you the story so you can go to sleep.
2: Okay. Leaves. Black.
3: Each sloth had its own bowl of leaves to eat. The wee small giant sloth had a wee small bowl of leaves.
2: Mmm,
5: green leafy leaves. Ah, yes, the wonders of photosynthesis. Mm. A culinary delight of the first magnitude. And if you would, pass me the ranch-style or salad dressing there, Pally Boy.
3: The middle-sized giant sloth had a middle-sized bowl of leaves to eat.
4: Another diet. Can I at least get some crackers with this?
3: And the great, huge giant sloth.
4: I got me a huge, giant bowl, size of a swimming pool, just full of leaves. Big
3: leaves. Love them leaves. Of course, they taste even better with a couple slabs of meat. Give me some T-bones, porthats, ribs. And each of them also had a chair and a bed. Yes, sirree.
5: My chair and bed are quite perfecto. They're little, they're small, they're even considered wee. But then, so am I. So it's a custom fit for the little wee giant
4: sloth, pally boy. A custom fit. My chair, I'm in it. My bed, who can sleep? I'm up all night.
3: The only thing bigger than my bowl is my chair. And the only thing bigger than my chair is my bed. And that's because I am...
2: He's a great huge giant sloth. Yeah, we know.
3: Now, they each had their bowl of leaves, but they were
2: way too hot to eat. They cooked the leaves? Yeah!
3: So they all went for a walk in the woods.
2: And got eaten by the swamp monster.
3: Wrong. They didn't.
2: How do you know?
3: Because I'm telling the story.
2: But I'm listening to the story, and I want Swamp Monster. Junior, Junior, I want Swamp Junior. Monster. Want swamp Look, monster.
3: Junior, either I tell the story my way, or there is no story.
2: I want Swamp Monster. Okay,
3: that's it. No story.
2: Daddy? Um, I'm sorry. I'm just a baby. Gotta love me. Uh, Daddy?
3: Can I continue?
2: Yeah.
3: No more Swamp Monsters? No
2: more Swamp Monsters, promise.
3: Okay. (sighs) Now, while they were out walking, a little girl who was lost in the woods found their house. Her name was...
2: Swamp
3: Monsters. Did you say Swamp Monster?
2: No, no, Goldie, Goldie Scales. Uh, I said Goldie Scales. It sounded like Swamp Monster. No, 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 no,
3: no. Okay. Well, Goldie Scales was tired and hungry. So when she saw the leaves, she said, Bleh. What?
2: Oops, uh, sorry. She didn't say blah.
3: Okay. She said,
2: Why, look.
6: A big, huge bowl of leaves. I think I'll try some.
3: But it was too hot. Ow! Then she tried the middle bowl of leaves. But it was too cold. <laughs> then she tried...
2: Little leaf bowl. Just right. Ate it up next.
3: Right. Anyway... Next, she sat in a great big chair. And too
2: hard. Little mm. chair too soft. She mm. broke wee little chair. <laughs> Next, come on, come on. Beds.
3: Right. Beds. Care to comment? No, go
2: ahead. You tell it good.
3: Thank you. Don't mention it. So, being very tired, <gasps> oh. she went upstairs and found. The big huge bed was too, too ho- hard. The middle bed was too, too soft. soft. The little bed was just... That's
2: right! these girls escaped! Stop! stuff Uh-oh.
3: I don't believe my eyes. Somebody has tried to eat my leaves.
4: Where are they? Where are they? They're not gonna pull something like this on me. Keep your shirt on. They took a taste from mine, too. Big deal. Our food grows on trees, you know. No. Yo, hey! Polly boy! Somebody ate mine up! Go
3: on! Out of here! Then they looked at their chairs.
2: She sat in big chair, middle chair, and broke the kids' chair. Get to the beds! That's where the action is! Right.
3: So, they saw the Goldie Scales had slept in the great huge bed. Somebody's been sleeping in my bed! And in the middle sized bed.
4: Such a mess. Didn't even take their shoes off.
3: And when they came to the wee little bed. Whoa! It's with great
5: shock and amazement. I note there's a little dinosaur in my custom made wee little
6: bed.
3: When Cody Scales heard the voice of the wee little giant sloth, she
6: woke up. Can anybody get a decent nap around here? Saw them. Uh-oh.
3: And who are you? Ah!
6: Who am I?
2: I'm out of here.
3: And she leaped out of the window.
2: Fifty-four straight down. Squish.
3: <laughs> no, no flaws. She ran away into the woods and was eaten up by a swamp monster. She was eaten by a Swamp Monster. <laughs> swamp Monster. <laughs> You're
2: a good dad.
3: <laughs> Thanks, little guy. Kiss and hug. Kiss and hug. <laughs> now, go to sleep, son.
2: Okay. Daddy. Daddy. Daddy! What? I can't sleep. Swamp Monster scare me. <sighs> oh. Hey, this is Jaleel White, and you are listening to The Five Counts.
3: you listen to me? I'm your father, it's late, and you are going to sleep.
2: I'm not! Or two? I'm not! Or two? I don't-
7: after more than two years to St. Paul's Excel Energy Center, 6.30 this Monday night. In a fatal four-way, Big E defends the WWE Championship against Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Bobby Lashley. Bianca Belair challenges Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship plus Raw Tag Team Champions. Arcade Bro! And many more in action. Tickets start at $20 and great seats are still available at Ticketmaster.com
8: Okay, uh, this is John from Nuwam. You're listening to the Five Count. What up? What up, God?
2: What, what up,
8: God? What,
2: what up, God? What, what up, gangster? I'm not sleepy. I need another story. I want my most favorite special story. Now, tell it to me now.
3: Okay, okay. Once upon a time, there was a horrible little caveman named Rumpel Crow No, no,
2: no. Cinder? Cinderella-saurus is my most favorite special story.
3: But I thought Crow Magnum was your most favorite special story. No,
2: you're wrong. Cinderella-saurus is my most favorite story. I want that one. Now! Okay,
3: okay. Cinderella-saurus. Once upon a time, there was a very nice and handsome Megalosaurus. Incidentally, not unlike your father. (laughs) What?
2: Nothing.
3: Okay. And he had a lovely daughter named Ellosaurus.
2: Does she get eaten by a dragon, huh? Eaten up? Chomp, chomp, chomp? No, (laughs) she
3: doesn't get eaten up by a dragon.
2: Then the daddy gets eaten up by a dragon.
3: No. Well,
2: somebody better get eaten up by a dragon.
3: I thought you were afraid of the monster in the last story.
2: Dragon not as scary as swamp monster.
3: This is a bedtime story. You're supposed to be going to sleep. Now just be quiet and listen.
2: Oh, this story needs a dragon.
3: Now, every day, the nice, handsome daddy Megalosaurus would tell Ellosaurus... I love you very much and she would answer can I have some money to go to the mall Even though he loved his daughter the Megalosaurus was very sad because his wife had died many years ago She got eaten? Uh, Yeah fine she got eaten.
2: By a dragon? Fine
3: fine dragon whatever. A big dragon. Would you just let me tell you. What happened
2: next daddy?
3: The handsome Megalosaurus daddy married again, but this time it was to a mean and nasty Tyrannosaurus who had two lazy and rude daughters. Hello, hello, Polly Boy. I'm the lazy and rude Stepsister Soruses.
2: Doesn't sound like Stepsister to me.
3: Use your imagination. A few months after they were married, Ellosaurus' father fell into a tar pit.
2: Whoa! Oh. Ooh, sticky situation.
3: And Ellosaurus was left all alone with her mean stepmother-saurus and stepsister sauruses They were very jealous of her beauty.
6: Of course they are. I have naturally curly scales and my tail is perfect.
3: So they treated Elosaurus very badly.
4: After you do the dishes and the floor, paint the house with this toothbrush.
3: And like most dinosaurs, they were cold-blooded. So for warmth, they live next to a volcano.
4: And sweep out all the cinders coming from that disgusting volcano. It makes such a mess.
3: She got very dirty cleaning up the volcano. So they called her...
4: Black butt.
3: They called her Cinderella-saurus.
4: Hey, Cinderella-saurus, am I going to get my breakfast in bed? Or are you on vacation? And get your perfect tail over here with my hot water bottle. And clean the stairs and wash the floors.
6: Coming, ma'am. And hey,
5: bring me my slippers and my lunch. And a donut. And some chocolate milk. And a uh, sports page.
3: Now... The prince, another very handsome Megalosaurus, by the way, as we all are, <laughs> said word throughout the kingdom that there would be a ball for all lovely young girl dinosaurs in the kingdom so he could choose a bride.
6: Oh, I do want to go to the mall. I mean, ball. Well, both. Couldn't I go to the mall
4: after the ball? Dream on, sweetcakes. You're not going anywhere till you wash the floor, clean the rugs, wash the cat, and build a new wing onto the house with these 300,000 popsicle sticks. <laughs>
3: Cinderella-saurus was heartbroken
2: Cinderella-saurus between rock and a hard place
3: With all the work she had to do She'd never make it to the ball
6: <laughs> I can't believe this could happen to a
3: 16-year-old With naturally curly scales She raced out to the garden And was sitting there crying And she heard a voice Don't cry, my
9: dear You'll go to the ball So who are you? I'm your fairy dactyl mother. And because you've been such a good girl and hard worker, I'm going to use my magic to help you go to the ball. I'll change that pumpkin into a golden coach, And those sea slugs into handsome brontosauruses to pull it. Hmm. Now for two doormen... We'll use those cavemen. Well, maybe we'll use two more sea slugs
5: Your coach, madam
6: Your
9: door, madam
6: But what about my dress, dactyl Mother? I mean, this went out of style weeks ago
9: I'm sure it will be just fine No, it won't. Don't you have any fashion sense? I'm very busy helping hundreds of young maidens in distress. I don't even have time to shop for myself.
6: (laughs) I guess you're right. Nobody your age has to worry about style.
9: Now look, you! (sighs) Why don't I just make you a lovely ball gown? (laughs) There.
6: It's beautiful. Oh, I wouldn't say that. The hem's at least a quarter inch too long. The neckline's all wrong. The waist is way too tight. It's beautiful. It's magical, and you'll wear it. Like I have a choice?
3: And on her feet, she put glass slippers.
9: But remember, you must leave by the stroke of midnight, or your coach will turn back into a pumpkin
3: and your footmen into sea slugs. So,
2: Cinderella-saurus
3: went to the ball and danced with the prince all night. But she was having such a good time. She got
2: eaten by a- Junior. Sorry.
3: Uh, she forgot the time. Cinderella-saurus raced from the castle, leaving one glass slipper behind. She barely made it into the woods before the coach turned back into a pumpkin. And the brontosaurus turned into sea slugs. But the prince... Um, Excuse me, did I mention that he was a very handsome Megalosaurus?
2: Yes, yes, yes.
3: Good. Anyway, the prince wanted to find the mysterious dinosaur he had fallen in love with. So he sent his men throughout the kingdom with the glass slipper to try it on the feet of every female.
2: Too tight. Not my size. Too big.
3: The last house was that of the evil stepmother Saurus and her daughters. None of their feet fit the slipper. And the evil stepmother-saurus had locked Cinderella-saurus in her room.
2: Oh, no, 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 let me out, let me out!
3: But luckily, the fairy dactyl mother's magic spell on the caveman from the night before
7: uh, uh, uh.
3: finally began to work.
7: Uh, uh. Well, cheerio, my good man. Hello, and to you too, oh, old chap. And they finally became two
3: doormen.
2: Very late, another.
3: And so, when they heard Cinderella-saurus banging on the locked door.
2: Help! Let me out! Let me out!
7: They did what doormen do. I say, good fellow, being doormen, I believe what we should do is open her door. Capital idea.
3: Thanks, guys. I'll tip you later. Cinderella-saurus raced downstairs and into the room.
6: Wait, wait, I get to try on that slipper, too. Of course, it doesn't really go with the skirt and the glasses all smudged and yucky from everybody's fingers, and it's not the right style to accentuate my
3: calves.
2: Try it on!
3: She did. She did try it on. And it fit. <laughs> the prince was informed, and he married her that very day, and they lived happily ever after.
2: What about me, step-sister sauruses Uh...
3: The doormen never turned back into cavemen, so they married the Sister Sistersauruses.
2: And the evil Stepan Uh,
3: She was eaten by whoever you want.
2: Goody! First she got eaten by a dragon. No, no, no. First Swamp Monster. Right, right. Uh, right then Swamp Monster right. got Son, got go eaten to sleep. Son, dragon. why don't you go. Come and, on. And first, dragon, come. Son, Sorus. go to sleep. Please go to sleep, please. Okay, okay. But first the Swamp Monster ate her. And then she got eaten by. Never
0: mind. We're back, Ton. Aw, oh, yeah. How'd you like that? Loved it. That was a story called Cinderella Saurus. Cinderella saurus. Hey, it's the five count. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Oh, man. Thank you so much for joining us. We're doing a show about dinosaurs, specifically about the TV show, The Dinosaurs.
0: Yeah, it's the 30th anniversary of the TV show. Wow. I don't know. Gotta do something. Makes sense for all those 90s kids. Well, listen, Tom, this is episode 904, Mm -hmm. so after a while, you just gotta start throwing some odd things at the wall and hope they stick. Yeah, you never know. Sometimes they might stick, or in this case, maybe they stink.
1: I don't know. It's fine. I'm into it. It's pretty good so far. Good times. Ton, I got a voicemail. Do you really? During that uh, Dinosaur
0: musical set, got a message on the five-count hotline. Wow.
8: Yo, this is Jerry. I am in West Concord right now. I am on the road, and I have to comment about that Beatles show, Get Back. Oh, that's the greatest thing I have seen in years. I watched every, whatever, eight or nine hours of it, and enjoyed every minute. I mean, I'm not some Beatles fanatic type person, but boy, this was unbelievable. And then uh, what they did in that short period of time, and then that uh, concert on the roof at the end, I watched that like three times. Oh, watch John Lennon in that concert at the end on the roof I mean it's the coolest thing I ever seen oh I, I can't get enough so I just had to tell you how great it was I mean it's the average person probably wouldn't like it but anybody who enjoys like the Beatles and uh music and stuff would would absolutely love that so that's like the best thing I've seen in a long time and uh I mean it's no basement boyfriend type music but it's uh boy it is awesome so anybody out there, take it from me, the Beatles, Rule, that's the way it is. Nobody did more in music in 10 years than the Beatles did, and uh, it's unbelievable. So yeah, I'm on the road, I'm kicking it, I'm doing all this fun stuff, and look at this, oh, there's a rabbit on the road, I got it, got it.
0: Mm.
1: Wow. It's on your thoughts. Man. Well, I hope he and the rabbit are doing okay. Um, as far as the Get Back Beatles special I concur. I love it also. That special is totally amazing. Now, I haven't even gotten through all of it yet because I don't have a lot of time to to, to watch stuff. But I have seen that rooftop rooftop concert several times over the years. Like I it, it's out there on the internet to find. I mean, you can even find it on YouTube. Um so I've watched it at random and I agree it's like super awesome, super fun performance. But I'm I'm guessing it's going to mean something totally different when you get to the end of this series again because when I watched that concert on the roof, I didn't have any context at all. I didn't know anything about what, you know, had happened leading up to it, and I didn't know even even at the time of watching it I didn't really realize um, like how fresh those songs were, what albums those songs were going to end up on, and and exactly and kind of what he was trying to get at, like the amount of material they came up with in like three weeks' time, basically, really like two weeks' time, because the first week was just like whatever, but yeah, it's just it's just like unbelievable, multiple albums. And then and working them out legit, and then playing a little live show of them, and then record you know like having recordings in the studios. Have you watched it all yet? I have not. There's even a portion when they go into the Apple Studios, their own studios, where they get something down. They get one of the songs down, and they're like, "Well, we're you know we're gonna do this concert thing like maybe next week or whatever, (laughs) the end of next week." and they just happen to you know they're just running through it and it's like two or three take takes and they're like you know I like it just why don't you just press it like put it out like have it be the single just throw it out there have it be the single and we'll kind of do like we did with this other movie we did and it's just single out quick and boom and then and then all of a sudden there's the concert and the TV thing might happen and they're like sure and then they're like okay yeah I mean I could just the the guy the producer guys like I can Just master it quick and you know, we could press it tomorrow, whatever, it's fine. Get it out. And you're just like, What? Like, what is happening? These guys, it's I don't know, just awesome. And the material is, you know, ridiculous stuff that holds up even today. You know, people love these songs and this music. It's crazy. I haven't seen it, but
0: uh I heard that they break up at some point. Is that
1: true? Well, yeah. They're not together now. They haven't been together since a a long time ago. Spoiler alert. There's a part in it where George just leaves. George Foreman? Yeah. He's like, I've had enough going to Africa.
0: Crazy. I I thought he was in the Olympics around that time. God, I got to watch this thing. (laughs) This sounds fascinating.
1: (laughs) Anyway, it's, uh, it's good. You should check it out. Hey,
0: you know what? You should check out. Check the five count out on Patreon. You know what happened, on Christmas cards went out in the mail. You're probably looking at it right now. It's probably oh, on your fridge. Yes,
1: I hope it is. Here, ton. I got one for you. It's my first time seeing the card. I did not get to proof it. I'm kind of bummed about that, actually, because we should have obviously signed these cards that we sent out to people. Oh, sorry. Uh, you didn't think about that. I paid for them by myself. You if did. that makes you feel better. Look at this. Oh, we are in a magical wonderland. Happy holidays, the five count.
0: Yeah, I could have been you had you wow. been a, an associate producer on Patreon. Man, could have sent you a Christmas card. This is really great. Hey, you can still join us, though, because I heard there was going to be a bonus show this month for the patrons. <laughs> Just bonus look at five
1: this. count. <laughs> yeah, we're a.
10: Jolly festive bunch of jerks.
1: <laughs> oh, so anybody out there uh, listening who is, um who potentially has a card in their hands or is, is anticipating a card showing up for them, uh, this is at, what the heck mall? This is at the Edina Mall, right? Edina or Eden Prairie? Eden Prairie, I Eden think. Eden Prairie Mall. Ma- where, isn't
0: that the one where the Mall of Rats was filmed?
1: Oh, I don't know. Maybe same, it is.
0: same mall. Mallrats? Remember Ton was in that movie, the guy that stared at the sailboat the whole time? <laughs> that was Ton.
1: <laughs> so the Eden Prairie Mall. I'm trying to tell a nice story to give people backstory, and I don't even know what town I'm in. The Eden Prairie Mall, and it's the night that Dusty and I went and saw the re-release, the ultimate director's cut of Rocky Part 4. Yeah. Also the night we shared our first kiss. That, the first come on now you must have been sleeping all those other times anyway um they mm-hmm. had this whole all these decorations and all this stuff this tree and this whole setup it was really nice so then i was like dust do we got to take some pics and we did and there they are this is a nice shade of red too look at that Wow, very christmasy wow i like it that's great Thanks for doing that, Dust.
0: Thank you, Ton. You're a nice man. And thank you, gentle listeners. We appreciate all your support. Thank you, guys. Got a bonus show coming up. Bonus. That's going to be awesome. Bonus show on Christmas Eve. A brand new episode of The Five Count on Christmas night. Wow. But maybe it'll drop a little bit earlier on thefivecount.com, just as kind of like a Christmas, hey, Thanks.
1: Who knows? That's nice. I don't know. That's nice of you. Maybe we'll just quit, not do anything. Just quit? Wait a minute. How do you go from being <laughs> spreading some Christmas joy to just quitting? Ton, I'm all over the place. Come on now.
0: Hey, here's a question from uh, one of our associate producers, Tiffany Reinitz. Tiffany. Now that the holiday season is upon us, please discuss Santa. Fun and innocent or creepy old man? Uh, You're of the creepy old man persuasion. Maybe you could shine some light on this. (laughs) Boy, oh boy. Um, I just know personally when I was caught sneaking around people's houses while they were sleeping, I was considered to be creepy. Yeah. I mean, that's what my parole officer said. So I don't know why this would be any different.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, you're not Santa. Hmm. Similar build. (laughs) no comment um it's a good question because i I was actually just thinking about that so in particular um some of the ways that santa was illustrated to me is is like very creepy it's really interesting
0: like holding the bottle of coca-cola and stuff no even before that oh okay um are you talking about goldberg and that Santa Slay movie? No,
1: no. I'm talking even in the sixties, it was like sometimes it was just the illustrations and stuff in books were really strange and creepy. But um at the same time I mean, I just remember it as a kid and I think it's like the nostalgia piece that keeps it alive of like, no, Santa's you know, it's it's Santa and I and I've only I only always remember thinking of it. I mean, I guess I remember a time when I probably believed in it a little bit, um, but I remember thinking about it in terms of just like a story, like a fun story, a fantasy, you know, and so it, it didn't get didn't it never got to the creepy level to me. But now when I'm with my daughter and reading the stories and stuff, sometimes that creeps into my mind as an adult because you're kind of like, that is weird that some old guy comes in and he's in your house and hanging out and eating cookies. and. Wouldn't a lot of kids think that too? Like, no. I don't,
0: Why does this guy need to be in my house?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I think maybe nowadays because society is way different now. Society is like lock it up tight because everyone is a threat and everything is possibly dangerous and everything is like sexual related everything everything like well
0: you, especially nowadays can not Santa just like send you a Venmo or something why does he got to be creeping around in your house
1: well send you an Amazon gift card or something that's exactly the um that's exactly the thing I'm talking about like society is you know, technology and society as a pairing has put these thoughts into our minds. They have created the creepy thought process, not Santa himself. So not, you think this is Tiffany's not fault? Not thing. No, I don't. I'm not blaming anyone. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it's a product of our time that it starts to seem creepy, you know, and it, and it has even to me in some way. But, um, you know, I just... I just think about it as like a, a fun story time thing and and not everything has to be related to sexuality that's another i think if i'm totally honest like a problem within the american culture is like there's so much stuff that it goes to that thing it goes into that vein of like well then why do you think santa's creepy just because he's He's there. Well, what if he's actually nice and he's actually bringing you gifts and he's not actually doing anything wrong and he's not going to steal anything? He's not going to like. What is the creepy part? Well, the creepy part for most people, I would say, is because they're like, well, weird. What if he looks at you in your bed or what if he he does tries Tom. to touch you or he whatever. sees
0: you when you're sleeping? Why he, he's watching you sleep and in, in the songs in <laughs> yeah. your house? Yeah, just so leave he, my gifts in the garage. Why do you got to be like that? I mean, I know ton has got a thing for you, but the rest of us, like,
1: just send me a check. So you're worried about it? Well, I am now. He's not real, Dust, so he's not actually seeing you. What did you just say? <laughs> he's not real.
0: Man, sorry about that So to all the families out all. there listening around
1: Christmas time. What I'm trying I'm to say. I'm glad ruined that for everyone and not me. Is that it goes both ways. I think it's possible for it to be creepy and to be nice, and I can't blame either person for feeling either way, because there's various reasons for both sides. Right.
0: Not everyone has a Santa fetish like Ton. Yeah. Some of us are normal people, for lack of a better term, who don't like old, big-bellied, white-haired
1: dudes standing in our bedroom watching us sleep. So, where it really actually, where it gets creepy to me is when I see real-life dudes trying to portray Santa. That starts to get creepy to me. Because then I know for sure there's the human element there, and you don't know which way that guy's brain is working. So, you ain't sitting on any random laps? I mean, I'm not. Fair enough. I haven't made Sophia do it, either. I haven't made her sit on any... We've offered her, like, do you want to go meet Santa or whatever? And she's like, nah. And we don't push it at all. We did one where we went to uh, the bank. Minnesota Valley Credit Union does a cool thing if you have any accounts there. And you can go and there's a Santa type person. But you don't have to sit on his lap. He'll just, like, hand you a candy cane or whatever. But even that's then. a bit
0: of a phallic candy, Ton. Even
1: when I did candy that. Can't it give
0: me something shaped differently? That's
1: what I'm saying. You don't have to think in those terms.
0: Well, now I can't stop. Well? Now that you put that in my head. Maybe on its Now seek, Christmas is ruined. Seek some help, why don't you? You know what we could do, Ton? We could hear a story from some dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We got a show about dinosaurs tonight. Let's do it. Uh, it's the 30th anniversary of the Dinosaurs TV show. Yeah, man. That ton and I have both uh, discovered that neither of us really care for. Unfortunately, that discovery happened after we had already uh, come on the air. <laughs> nice. Let's here's, do it. Here's another story, Ton. It's called Hanselsaurus and Gretel Dactyl. I think you're going to love it.
3: Good morning. Time to go to work. Oh, oh, no. Not more stories.
2: Want another story? Uh, How old are you? One.
3: You want to be two? Earl. Just kidding, honey. Kidding, friend. (laughs) All right. All right. I'll tell you another story. Once upon a time, near the Great Swamp, lived a poor pterodactyl woodcutter, along with his mean, cruel tyrannosaurus of a wife, and their two children, named Hanselosaurus and Dactyl. The family was so poor that most of the time they had nothing to eat.
2: Eat the kids!
3: No, my gentle son, they're not going to eat their kids.
2: Why? They don't taste good?
3: Well, maybe they do, but they're not going to do that.
2: Oh, okay. Then the kids should eat the parents.
3: Nobody in the family ate anybody else in the family.
2: And the dragon eat all of them.
3: There is no dragon in this story.
2: I want a dragon in the story. I want a dragon in the story. No
3: dragon. 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 No
2: dragon. Dragon. No dragon. No. <laughs> Pop in the head as good as a dragon.
9: <laughs> Earl, is everything all right up there?
3: Yes, dear. We're having some quality bonding time. You want a dragon? I'll give you a dragon. When? when I can find a place for a dragon in a story where there is no dragon.
2: Don't be mean. I'm just a baby.
3: <sighs> I know you are. And it would be a shame to lose your teeth before you get them. Oh. Kidding. <laughs> just kidding, honey. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> now, the mean Tyrannosaurus mother convinced the father that because they were so poor, the only way they could survive was to leave Hanselosaurus and Gretel in the swamp to die. Should have just ate them. But the children heard their parents' plan.
6: Oh, dear brother, we're doomed. Left in the woods, without anything to wear, my nails could chip. What if I run into a really cute guy?
2: Is that all you can think about?
6: Of course not. I won't have my hair dryer or eyeliner either.
2: Eat the girl. She's a pain.
3: The next day, the mother and father took the children into the woods and left them there. They walked and walked and got hungrier and hungrier.
6: I'm so hungry.
2: I'm hungry too. I want food, lots of food. Uh uh-uh, uh uh,
3: no food. It's bedtime.
2: I want food, pizza, double cheese and pepperoni. Gotta have it. Gotta have food. Gotta have it. Now I'm up all night.
3: No food. Food. No food. Food.
2: Okay,
9: now both of you up there. I want quiet.
3: No food. Food. No food. Food. No food. food. All right. How about your creature bottle?
7: Ew. Mm. Oh. <sniffs> <sniffs> <sniffs>
3: <sniffs> 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 So, Gretel got to complained that she was hungry.
6: And I want to go back home.
2: Home? You want to go back home? We were poor and starving, and our stepmother made our father leave us in the woods to die. Why would you want to go back home?
6: Well, they did have TV.
7: Yeah, but no cable.
6: You're right. Come on, let's find a better place to live.
7: So they walked and walked.
6: <laughs> It's getting dark. I'm scared.
3: Mm, Me too. Suddenly, they came to a little cottage made of candy, cake, and gingerbread.
2: Yes! Candy, cake, gingerbread! I want candy, cake, gingerbread! I want...
3: Hanselosaurus and Gretel Daphne were so hungry that they broke off pieces of the cottage and ate them. Mmm. But just then, an old woman appeared.
4: Well, well... Looks like I got a couple of freeloaders eating up my house.
6: We're sorry, it's just that we were so hungry. Come on, lady, cut
4: us some slack. Look, your candy cane lawn needs mowing. How about if we eat that next? Oh, a funny guy. Well, okay, go ahead, eat, relax. But careful with the licorice rain gutters. I just had them installed.
6: Uh, just one question.
4: Already with the questions. What?
6: Do you have cable TV? No. How about a hairdryer?
4: But
3: what the children didn't know was that the old woman was actually a mean old witch. Ooh, that's it! You bet, because the next day she threw Hanselosaurus in a cage and made Gretel Dack do work for her.
6: Oh, no, this is horrible, terrible. I got my new shoes smudged and my makeup's a mess and I
4: think the chocolate gave me zits. Geez, no wonder your parents wanted to get rid of you. Look, kid, these are the facts. I'm real tired of cake and candy. I need some fresh meat, and you and Laughing Boy are it. Sorry, but that's life in the jungle.
3: So every day, she'd make Gretel have to feed Hansel's horse. Here,
4: give him these cheeseburgers, fries, and chocolate shakes. And she give Gretel Dactyl almost nothing. You can suck on these clamshells. You, laughing boy, in the cage. Let me feel your wrist to see if you've gained weight.
3: But the old witch's eyesight was so bad, Anzalosaurus would stick out a bone, and she would feel
4: that instead. Rats, his arm feels like a bone. She's worse than our parents.
3: And I broke another nail. One day... The old witch grew tired of waiting for Hanselosaurus to get fat and decided to eat Gretel Dactyl first. So to trick her, she said,
4: Tell you what, I'm going to make some bread. Climb in the oven and see if it's warm. Great! We get rid of the girl!
3: But Gretel Dactyl knew what the old witch was up to and pretended she didn't understand her.
6: But, like, I don't know how to get into an oven. I mean, do I go feet first or head first? I mean, is it a microwave? Because I've got braces and they're metal, so would I, like, explode?
4: Okay, okay, I'll do it. I'm this close to eating you raw. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. This is why I didn't have children. And with that, the girl slammed the door closed on the witch. This is also why I didn't have children. Too bad it wasn't a girl. Gretel tried to let her brother out of the cage.
3: Nice going, sis. Darn, I broke another nail. Then the brother and sister found a huge treasure hidden by the witch. They took it back to their father, and they lived happily ever after.
2: Hold it, hold it. Where's the dragon? Huh? You said there'd be a dragon. When? You promised you'd put a dragon in. You didn't put a dragon in. You tricked a baby. Ah. Quiet, quiet, quiet.
3: Ah. There was a dragon. Where? Uh, Well, they uh, they met it in the swamp. They took it home like a pet. And it ate the mean, cruel stepmama.
2: Yes, eat the mama, eat the mama. Wait a second. You made that up. No, I didn't. Yes, you did.
3: Dragons aren't pets. Okay, okay, you're right. It wasn't a pet. Right. Uh, it uh, it escaped from 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 a circus. Yeah, (coughs) a circus.
2: Okay, good so far.
3: And it was a train dragon.
2: I like it, more. Uh huh, uh huh.
3: It uh it uh, it was trained. It was trained to eat. Uh huh. Mean stepmother sauruses. No, too convenient. Too convenient. Yes. Who's telling this story?
8: Hey everybody! This is Mark Stein, uh, vocalist and keyboardist from classic rock band Vanilla Farge. and you know what? You're listening to the Five Count. So you keep listening, you keep rocking, and uh, just enjoy yourself and be safe.
10: Set me free, job, I'm locking the
3: doors and saying my friends. My scales turn grey. I'll be in the closet or under the stairs Cause guess who's coming today? Tell her I'm working, tell her I'm sick, say that I'm gone for day. Does make up a story I'll be quick? Cause grandma's on her way. Grandma's come and I can smell smoke. i am waved in my boots this day. Grandma's come and I can
4: see the speech. Grandma's the only thing on earth can make a dinosaur scream. Hey fat boy, is that you under the bed? I got seven suitcases outside. I'm staying forever.
3: That ever was, I'm living under her curse. curse. Wish I could make her disappear. Maybe something worse. After she spends an hour or two, I always need a nurse. Dinosaurs.
4: Scream! Hey, friend, where's that loser you married? Grandma's coming! Hide me, hide me! Grandma's coming! Don't
2: let her find me! Grandma's coming! Hide me till she goes away! She thinks my house is her
3: dominion. She rules it like a queen my Opinion and her moods so mean. The only thing worse than her walking stick is her poisonous magazine. Compared to her, a Tyrannosaurus looks lovely and serene.
2: When calm come and I can smell the smoke, I'm in my boots. This ain't no joke. When lights come and I can see the steam,
7: she's the only Oh, uh, can't make a dinosaur! Scream! Bad coming! Bad Mom's coming! Hide
3: me! Hide me! Bad coming! Ooh, red coming. Oh, oh please don't let to find
4: me! I think I like it here! Put
3: me in a pit somewhere!
4: I'm staying forever! Cover me with rocks and make it!
7: Two years to St. Paul's Excel Energy Center. 6.30 this Monday night in a fatal four-way. Big E defends the WWE Championship against Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Bobby Lashley. Bianca Belair challenges Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship plus Raw Tag Team Champions. RK bro! And many more in action. Tickets start at $20 and great seats are still available at Ticketmaster.
6: You're listening to the five count.
10: I think we're
3: alone now. Claire, get in here. There's something I want you to hear. You're nothing and you always be nothing. Have I made myself clear? You're lazy, unambitious, not too bright, and kind of fat. I treat you worse than a dirt clod, and there's a darn good piece for that. cruel, rude, and vicious. I had a family once and I loved them. They were delicious. I steal candy from babies because they're such a soft touch. People say that's insensitive and I say thank you, baby, because I'm cold. cold. Cold as ice, even in Mitchell's life. I feed my dogs to my snakes, that is, because I'm a cold,
9: The rest of my
4: days oh, uh, oh. He's a moron And I hate him do, do, do. He should eat dirt and turn blue Mother, please He's a numbskull Makes me nauseous I wish the marriage were through Mother, that's not fair I sit by
9: the door And I wait for his roar as he Tiger's home Smelling of lunchbox and bark He's a typical male but his fabulous tail and the way he moves Glad that lizard is mine.
4: He's a fat boy and repulsive. Mom? The worst a daughter could choose. Bad choice? He's revolting. You should drop him in the Braun Martialo.
9: When I think of him toiling all day in the soil as he pushes trees. I could burst with
2: pride.
9: You can call him a beast, but you gotta believe he's a pussycat.
2: Leave his scale
0: That's what I like to hear. Oh, yeah. Ton's voice, that is. Yes. Welcome back to the show. Here we are. If you're just joining us, we're playing songs by and about dinosaurs. Yeah, man. Why? I don't know. bet you no other radio show or station or anyone ever has ever thought to do this. (laughs) So, I mean, I guess there's that. There is that. Yeah. It's Um, all right. It's fun. It's dinosaurs. What are you going to do? They're all dead now, so what do you... Just throw them a bone. <laughs> Get it? Dinosaurs. <laughs> Does your kid like
1: dinosaurs? Is this thing
0: on? I suppose. I mean, what kid doesn't like dinosaurs?
1: Ah, uh, Not daughter- the TV
0: show. The TV show's
1: dumb, we've both decided. Yeah. But- my daughter's not crazy about dinosaurs. But, you know. I mean, she's played with some dinosaurs. I don't know. We did have Barney on the show earlier this year. Yeah, I mean, there is that. Have you taken your son to like the science museum?
0: Um, taking him to a science museum, but not the one that you're thinking of.
1: Okay, so what, like a science museum in another state? Yes. Did they have dinosaur bones like set up? Did they have that sort of thing? Was it as big as ours? Was it similar deal? Similar, yes. Okay. Did they have dinosaurs? Maybe. You don't remember? I don't You don't remember remember this time with your child? I have spent so much time with children that I just,
0: sometimes it kind of blends together. All right. Okay. It's fine, Ton. You don't got to get upset. I see where we're at now. Ton, do you think you could see where we might have been at like, uh, I don't know, 10 years ago? I don't know. I'd like to see what where, where we're at. Well, you're in luck, ton because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. Nice. December 10th, 2011. That was 10 years ago. Wow. Uh, similar to tonight's program, actually, as we uh, dedicated the entire show to uh, some more nonsense. As we uh, celebrated Christmas in the stars. Um, That's basically Star Wars Christmas, 10 years ago, in case you're wondering. The worst, possibly the worst Christmas special ever produced. You know, some of the real sweet songs like, uh, What Can You Get a Wookiee for Christmas When (laughs) He Already Owns a Cone? Oh, man. You know, R2-D2 and the Intergalactic Droid Choir singing Christmas carols and things like that.
1: That was 10 years ago, Tom. Doesn't it seem... I mean, you remember that, not 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 the show that we did, but the, the Star Wars Christmas special, right? You remember that? I do. And it's terrible,
0: right? Uh, it's not good, but uh, it does have B. Arthur and uh, Jefferson Starship.
1: Isn't it, is it at all strange to you that Star Wars at the time was kind of like one of the hottest things ever and then they failed at a Christmas special so horribly that they tried to bury it for years after is that all at all strange like how who was who signed off on that to happen like that I don't know I think it's still buried it's very strange to me well
0: luckily that has not happened to this show yes yet. Says here, Ton, we listed off all the comparisons between you and John Bon Jovi. Oh man. That must have taken up a quite a sizable chunk of the yeah, show. Yeah. Ah, uh, we also described which creams work best for clearing up Yuletide rashes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And as I mentioned, we tried our best to figure out what to get a Wookiee for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, Merry Christmas, Ton. That's crazy. And may the force be with you. Thank you so much. That was 10 years ago. May the force be with us. A Star us. Wars Christmas. That's and really now, something. Tonight, it's a, well, it's not Christmas, but it's a show about dinosaurs. Yeah, it's dinosaur Christmas, I guess. I think 10 years ago, we used to just do Christmas all month. Yeah. Where now it's just like, let's throw in a dinosaur. Well,
1: the dinosaur show. That's her bones. It's all right. Remember that joke I said? Yeah, yeah, a bone joke. Still, yeah, still pretty funny. <laughs> oh yeah, Ooh. I think yeah, it's great. That's wonderful. You know, I'm so glad. So what? Uh, what did you get your kid for Christmas? Can you say it on air? Or? Um, just one thing. One no, because he might be listening. Oh really? He listens. He's up this late.
0: Well, sometimes he might listen on. Um, you know. Spotify.
1: You're one of those on things. Spotify. How does he listen on Spotify? Apple Podcasts. How does he do that? A lot of people do it, ton. You think people just want to hang around listening to you on a Saturday at 10 30 at night? I know, but your kid's like six. How is he listening to stuff on. Did you give him a cell phone already? Um, How does he do that?
0: Kids on the playground, they're always talking about this show. Kind of like when you would uh, take your dad's nudie mags out of the garage and sneak them on the bus. Yeah. This show is kind of the same thing. Kids like secretly look like, hey,
1: I got the ton show. They call it the ton show on the playgrounds. I got the the new ton show. Let me tell you something. Let's go behind the shed. When I brought him onto the bus, it was full legit too. It was no just regular Playboy action. Hustler was happening. (laughs) On the bus. Hustler on the bus.
0: Ton, I don't even know what to say about that. Well. Other than, do you still have those? (laughs) I do not. I do not have those. Okay, well, never mind then. Yeah, bummer. Hey, you know what's not a bummer? Billy Floyd shouts, it's a guy who sent in a question to the five-count mailbag. really? What a guy. What is your most prized item of autographed memorabilia? A ton, I know you collect a lot of
1: autographs. Mine, I don't actually collect a lot of autographs. Um, yeah, my autograph, I mean, yours could be it, not really sure. There was quite a while where I was really trying to get an autograph of steve Ray Vaughn, but I never fully made it happen. Should I ask me? I had a bunch of them, but uh, he's my cousin, <laughs> he's my cousin who cares. Uh, I don't know. I don't really have any. Honestly, I've got a buddy guy, uh, autograph that I got like directly from him from the zoo. <clears throat> no, it's oh. a different show in a small club. Don't even remember the name of it because the zoo show,
0: that was something else. That was something else. I wanted to ask you about it, but you slammed the door in my
1: face. <laughs> it was not at the zoo show. But we could talk about it if you want. This was a small club, so I was able to get right up front, and I and I bought one of these. He uh, had old style, like concert poster, you know, the cardboard concert posters, you know, screen printed style, and I bought one of those, and um, I handed it up to him directly, and he signed it, and there it was. So that was one that I thought was pretty cool that I got it myself directly. But um, yeah, other than that, I don't really have anything.
0: Mm. I got a bunch. Do you? Just from people we've met over the years. Yeah. Like Mean Gene Okerlund. Yeah. Ernie Hudson. Yeah. Uh, Who else do I got? Zeus. Tiny Lister. He gave me his phone number, wrote it on the back of my business card, kept it in my wallet for a year and a half because I was too afraid to cold call him. Yeah. And then he died. Man. Sorry about that. What a bummer. Uh, I have an autographed 8x10 of Tim Capello. Really? Sweaty Sax Man from the Lost Boys. That's pretty serious. That's probably up there. That's got to be number one, right?
1: Well, it could be, but you also have a Knife autographs. You have multiple, don't you? That's true.
0: And I have an autographed uh,
1: photo of Brother Love. Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. (laughs) That was legit. Well, you got a lot.
0: And I got like a half a dozen Stevie Ray Vaughns. Really? I started tossing them like last week. and was just, just like, I don't need so these many. anymore. I threw them away. <laughs> God, <laughs> I wish I
1: should have talked to you. I didn't know you were, that was like your holy grail. Yeah, it was at one point. I threw a bunch out. I had so much Stevie Ray Vaughn stuff. It was ridiculous. Do you remember when I lived at my mom's and I had them giant posters? Did you ever come out? Yeah, you came out there. Do you remember in my room and it was those giant like... Half a wall. I had one of Hendrix and one of SRV, and I was, and then the rest of them was like, I had like eight by tens of SRV, like from photo shoots from the In Step cover, the cover of the In Step album, like set up, you know, in, in frames. And I come across these sometimes now, you know, and when I'm going through stuff or getting rid of boxes of stuff and. I do the same thing now. I laugh at it. Like, what was I thinking, dude? I just got like Steve Ray Vaughn 8x10s set up around and like, wow, I was crazy about SRV.
0: Yeah, you were into it. Man. Hey, I used to have an autograph from former Minnesota Governor Rudy Perpich. Oh, wow. Forgot about that one. Hmm. Did I ever tell you that story? No. My Cub Scout den, I guess it was called, was there at Emma Crumbies. Okay. And we were doing whatever you do at Emma Crumby's, punching scarecrows or something. (laughs) Okay. And uh, Rudy Perpich was there eating lunch or, I don't know. And our uh, scoutmaster guy made us go up and bother him while he was eating to get his autograph. Wow. I had no idea who he was. Honestly, I still don't. Nor did anyone care. We were like a bunch of eight-year-olds bothering some elderly guy while he was eating lunch and getting his autograph. That is very odd. Rudy (laughs) Purpich.
1: That's weird. I
0: don't know if I still have that someplace.
1: Man, what a strange scenario. If I did, you can have it. Thanks so much. I talking to Floyd Shouts. Appreciate it. Oh, okay then. I wonder what his is. I wonder if he's got a bunch. He's probably got a bunch of wrestlers autographs.
0: Probably got like uh, Barry Sanders or Deion Sanders. Colonel Sanders. Colonel
1: Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You need an Ozzy autograph. You think so? No, I, had, I don't think so. I know so.
0: You remember the story you told about all the SRV 8x10s yeah. and all the... Like press releases and all that kind of junk. Yep. Press kits. Yeah. I had the Aussie ones. Did you? Man.
1: That seems cooler for some reason, even to me now. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Even to me now, as a former SRV fanboy. To be fair,
0: Aussie never wore one of those big goofy hats with all the pheasant crap sticking out of it.
1: (laughs) This is way bigger than pheasant feathers. Holy cow. It was like giant (laughs) plumes of feathers like dinosaurs super pimp hats it's just like some white dude from texas walking around in cowboy boots with his jeans tucked in not even jeans it was like those zoot suit pants but tucked into the cowboy boots and then a giant jacket with huge shoulder pads and a cowboy hat like a western type hat but with giant pimp feathers and a poncho yeah and smoking a pipe. Remember when Tommy Shannon said he'd smoke a pipe like that, walking through the mall and stuff? Do you ever remember that? Are
0: we still talking about SRV, or are we talking about you? Because well, you're basically yeah. describing you. I know. Other than the I circus peanut color pants, yeah, everything else is spot. He on. probably
1: owned pants this color. Tommy Shannon said that that he, that even in the in those days he'd be dressed like that. With this giant, like, suit coat type thing, but it was, was, you know, like, huge. Back then it was, like, baggy stuff was in. And he's walking through, like, an 86 or whatever, 84, walking through the mall, smoking a giant Calabash-style pipe. And in that getup with shades on, and Tommy Shannon even, like, his bass player, was like, Hey, man, you ever get the feeling people are looking at you? (laughs) And SRV was like, huh? And just kept going. And he's like, well, they are. (laughs) What the
0: hell? Well, plus he was probably hanging out with Seika, the platinum princess of Mm, porn. mm. That was something. Don, we got to finish off our dinosaur songs. All right. It's a show about dinosaurs. What are you going to do? What can you do? We can hear some more and then come back. Sounds Lovely.
5: Somehow I don't feel it like pushing down trees is the full realization of our reptilian
3: potential, do you? I don't know. Get back to work, you lazy green slobs! Before I come out there, bite your hands off! We're poor slobs with terrible jobs. Boy, we're living crummy lives. And now we crunch on a regular lunch, courtesy of our scaly wives. Poor slobs! Get back to work! Terrible jobs! Push down trees! With terrible jobs Pushing down a million trees We're scared to quit And on top of it When the climate changes
2: We'll all freeze Poor I'm
3: coming out there Terrible
5: jobs Get back to work I could have been A marine biologist Made friends with All of the fishes somehow Or maybe even an Ornithologist uh, what? And studied the birds
3: terrible job to push them and they fall what do we do when the work is through and there aren't any trees at all we don't need trees terrible job knock them down sometimes i wonder if it's advisable Work, work to push down a forest full of trees this one will hardly be recognizable We could spare just a few of these We're poor slobs with terrible jobs Someone tell us please Is it too late to change our fate To reverse
2: our destinies
3: Poor slobs
9: This is Melinda Britt, the voice of She Ra, Princess of Power. For the honor of Grey Skull, you're listening to the Five Count. Thanks very much. Bye. She-Ra.
2: She-Ra,
3: She-Ra. It's the middle of the night, and everybody's sleeping. So I turn on the light I'm down the steps I'm creeping Cause my belly's really hungry And it won't wait till later So I need to see my little friends In the refrigerator Hi guys I
2: <laughs> Aren't you cute? I not sweet?
3: Like, oh. You really should I love you guys a lot. It's an undisputed fact. <laughs> but look at these teeth I've got. Take a look at my digestive tract. No. You can tell me the food chain is just a chain of fools.
2: <laughs>
7: WWE Monday Night Raw returns after more than two years to St. Paul's Excel Energy Center. 6.30 this Monday night in a fatal four-way. Big E defends the WWE Championship against Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Bobby Lashley. Bianca Belair challenges Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship plus Raw Tag Team Champions. Arcade Bro! And many more in action. Tickets start at $20 and great seats are still available at Ticketmaster.
9: All your worries are gone. Guardian angels appear. Rest your head. You can dream on and on. Your mama. to give it a rest you had such a long day You kicked your dad real hard in the chest And you almost blew grandma away <laughs> Where is it, friend? I'll kill him! I'll <laughs> have- <laughs> get you <laughs> Man, hey, I'm
2: dying down here! <laughs>
3: show me where he is and i lead him good night
9: baby
3: good night mama good night baby
8: good night not the Mama. Mm. <laughs> hi this is michael dorn star trek next generation Worf,
7: and you're listening to the five count you will listen or i will be very displeased
2: <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay, okay,
3: okay One more story Once upon a time
2: What time? Anytime springtime
3: Bedtime
2: Sounds good, works for me
3: Once upon a time there was a dinosaur named Little Red Riding Who was so sweet and nice that everybody loved her
2: Sweet and nice? Boring Hope she gets eaten.
3: What is it, would you? What? Somebody always has to get eaten. So? She was sweet. She was nice. These are characters. They're not entrees.
2: I love you, Daddy.
3: <sighs> Once upon a time, there was a
4: dinosaur named Little Red Riding Hood whose grandmother loved her. Sweetie, I love you so very much. I love you too, Grandma. Could I use your credit card and go to the mall? I love you, but I'm not stupid. One day, Little Red Riding Hood's mother said...
9: Take this basket of food to your grandmother's house, but don't talk to anyone on the way. I've heard that there's a big, bad wolf-a-don on the loose, so be careful.
3: But Red Riding Hood didn't know what a wolf-a-don was.
2: Dumb kid! Uh, what's a wolf a
3: Well, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's a kind well, it's big. Oh, it's very big, very, very big, with, uh, long yellow teeth.
2: Claws, gotta have claws. Okay, big claws. Big red bloody claws. Uh,
3: sure, big red bloody claws.
2: Fangs, gotta have fangs too.
3: You want fangs? You got fangs. Huge sawtooth fangs, a whole mouthful of them, ready to rip up flesh and break.
2: <laughs> oh, Shh. What's wrong? Just mm-hmm. scared baby with fangs. <laughs> you
3: asked for fangs. I'm
2: just a baby. Okay,
3: okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> the wolf don doesn't have fangs.
2: Good. You have claws and teeth?
3: Oh, yes. Sweet claws and nice teeth.
2: Okay. Go on.
3: Right. Anyway, since Red Riding Hood didn't know what a wolf don was, she wasn't afraid when she met him on the road.
2: Good. Then wolf eat her.
6: Why, hello there, you
3: adorable young tasty child.
6: Hello, sir. Now
3: nice. her. What have you got in that basket that smells so good? Food for
6: my grandmother to make her well. Okay, now chop away, Wolfie.
3: And where does old granny hang out? I mean, where does your grandmother live?
6: She lives under the three volcanoes
3: next to the tar pit. Eat the kid, eat the kid, eat the kid. Whoa, whoa, hold it, son. See, the Wolfodon was much smarter than that. Oh yeah. Yeah, he said to himself, Hmm. Now the kid would make an okay light lunch, and what's in the basket would pass for hors d'oeuvres. But I'm going for the triple play and chow down on Grandma too.
2: Wolfodon, smart guy.
3: So he said to Little Red Riding Horn, You know, when I visit my Grandma, I always bring a big bunch of flowers.
6: What a great idea. You know, there's a really great flower store in the mall. Do you have a credit card I could borrow? Well, I, I have one, but I... Thanks. I'll pay you back sometime.
3: <laughs> that kid's gonna pay old Wolfie back in spades. So, the big bad Wolfodon went to find Grandma's house. Hmm. So, let's see. I made a right turn at the lava flow. Two blocks past the cave dwellers, or was that three
2: blocks? (sighs)
3: So, are you getting sleepy, my little one?
2: Nope, baby up, not gonna sleep, wide awake, up all night.
3: (sighs) (laughs) Finally, the Wolfadon found Grandma's house and knocked on the door.
4: I'm coming, I'm coming, keep your shirt on for crying out loud. She called through the door. Who is it? Uh, TV repairman. I don't have a TV. Pizza delivery? Haven't had pizza in years. I get gas. Um, Easter Bunny? Easter
2: Bunny? No way. Nobody falls for Easter Bunny line.
4: The Easter Bunny. This I gotta see.
2: Uh Uh-oh.
4: One minute. No. Wrong key. Ah, oh, let's see. 15 to the right, go past 12, back to 3.
3: Finally, the door was completely unlocked. The Wolfodon was waiting till she opened the door, then he would jump on her and eat her. Just a minute. The heavy door. There. The Wolfodon leaped and got his nose stuck in the barrel of Grandma's shotgun.
4: So what's with the Easter Bunny routine, buster?
3: Uh, look, lady,
4: I'm selling magazines, working my way through art school. Art school, huh? Well, draw this. Wait a second, wait a second! You can't just shoot me like this! Okay, how do you want me to shoot you? What
3: I mean is, I just came by, uh because your granddaughter, little red riding horde she borrowed my credit card and told me this is where I could pick it up.
4: You let her borrow your credit card, you're stupider than you look. Well, I guess if you lend her your card, you can come in and wait for her. Here, let me pull the gun off your nose. Come in, sit. So, tell me, where's your family from? My family?
3: We're all from Hungary! And with that, the Wolfodon jumped on the grandmother and ate her in one gulp! Mm-hmm.
2: Grandma's toast, Grandma's toast.
3: Then he put on the grandmother's nightdress and uh-huh. nightcap, got into her bed, and drew all the curtains so it was very dark and hard to see, and he waited for Red Riding Hood to show up. And very soon after that, she did. Grandmother, hello.
6: Anybody in there?
3: The door was open. So she walked right in.
2: Okay, now some scary music.
3: Huh? What?
2: On TV. This is scary music time. Hey,
3: hey, hey. This isn't TV. This is a bedtime story.
2: No scary music. I want scary music.
3: Okay, okay. Scary music. Lousy
2: scary music.
3: (laughs) She entered the door. Uh, grandmother? Why, hello, dear. Did you bring your sweet old granny a present?
6: Yes, grandma, these flowers. They're from the mall. And while I was there, I charged these great blouses and these five pair of shoes and these neat laces.
3: You what? I mean, come closer to the bed, my dear, so I can eat. I mean, see you. It was so dark that little red riding Hood could not see that the large figure in the bed was the wolf She moved closer and closer till she was next to the bed.
6: Grandma?
7: Yes?
6: What big ears you have.
7: The better to hear you with, my dear.
6: And what yellow eyes you have. They match my teeth. And what big claws you have. The better to bring you closer. Come on over
3: here, darling. Closer.
6: Oh, Grandma, what big fangs! No fangs! Oh, uh, uh, right, no fangs. <sighs> red Riding once strained her eyes in the dark shadows. Grandma, you're right about your big yellow teeth. They do match your eyes, and your breath is terrible. Don't worry about my breath. I'll floss
3: with the little red shoelaces you bought on my credit card. <laughs> and with that, he gobbled her up and then ate all the food in the basket. No, no, Wait a second. That's not the way it ends. Oh.
2: Okay, end it.
3: Then the wolf fell asleep. Snoring
2: going downhill fast.
3: Uh, he fell asleep because he had eaten so
2: much. Just like you do. Does he burp and snore like Daddy?
3: Oh, <laughs> much more. Oh, no, even louder. It was so loud that a hunter who was passing by heard him.
5: Say those sound like the warning signals of a very serious digestive disorder and as a good Samaritan and a member of the Mastodonian Lodge 1208, it is my duty to defend, protect and aid the elderly and infirm and, and Grandmother Ridinghorn is all of the above so we went
3: into the house where he saw
5: Ah, it is a wolf-a-don, And with my uncanny ability to surmise the surmisability of a situation. And since he's wearing a wardrobe of a grandmother, I shall assume that he ate the old lady whole. Hmm. She might still be alive in there. I'll just cut him open and find out.
2: Yeah! Wolfadine guts! Go for it!
5: Ah, but grandmother just had a carpet cleaned. There must be a better way.
3: Hmm. Suddenly the answer came to him. Of course. The Heimlich maneuver. The hunter tied the woofer up, then lifted him up, and making his two hands into a fist, he placed them below the ribcage, pushed up, and...
2: Ooh! Hunter made whoopee Earl. You got it. <laughs> An sprang little red riding horn and red riding... oh Ew, that was totally yucky. They all in one piece? Yes. Too bad.
4: Grandma covered in woofer guts? Uh, sure, why not? It was disgusting in there. The junk food and the fat and the clogged arteries. What kind of diet are you on? Well, uh, I live alone, so I eat lots of fast food. It's pathetic. A young wolf in such bad health. And I was inside you, so I know. You can't lie to me. Well, Saturday. I, uh, can somebody untie me? I promise to leave quietly. You're not going anywhere. You're staying here, and I'm gonna show you how to eat correctly.
3: Huh? So the grandma took the wolfodon in and taught him healthy eating habits, how to exercise, and also how to mumble. He turned out to be an excellent dancer, and in return, the wolfodon read to her every night till she fell asleep. Mm-hmm.
2: Nighty night, my precious son. <laughs> Just like his own.
0: We're back, I think. Oh, yeah. Ton turned on some cheap-looking fireplace thing that's giving off some sort of chemical smell, and this could be our last episode.
1: This is a nice fireplace.
0: I feel like I'm getting choked out. Don't
1: you feel cozy?
0: I feel like uh, carbon monoxide poisoning could be imminent. Oh,
1: stop now. Come on. Hey, welcome back. This isn't an airtight room show's over yep it's over folks 30 years of
0: uh the dinosaurs i don't know seemed like a good idea <laughs> on paper
1: <laughs> way to sell it i don't know
0: <laughs> it's over now so
1: what do you it's do it's all done with now hope you enjoyed it hope you loved it
0: i don't care either way i
1: mean do you like if you like dinosaurs you probably liked it you think so i don't maybe
0: Was That's it a popular
1: better. show? Do you know anything about it? Was it? It was popular? on Disney. Was on I Disney.
0: think it was popular. They had those uh, McDonald's toys where you push the little squeegees yeah. and
1: like, they moved and stuff. Yeah. Disney has done a lot of really terrible stuff, so people don't really understand that. I don't think, but I have those memories of the disney channel you remember back in the day in the 90s somewhere and the disney channel made it it was like all the rage and <coughs> <laughs> oh, go on there was so many terrible shows on the disney channel and guess what you cannot find them on disney plus now you cannot find that terrible stuff they're not letting they're not unearthing that stuff there was really? some like have you checked youtube I don't know. There was some goofy I don't even remember the name of it, but there was Goof some troop goofy show where it was like teenagers and there was some for some reason there was like a guy who was ghostwriter? I don't know. I was gonna say the guy was like a ghost from the nineteen fifties and there was somehow a fifty seven Chevy involved and drove up, you know, whatever. He's a ghost and it's to bring this girl to a dance. But he's a ghost and whatever. But it's it wasn't scary. It was supposed to be romantic, but it's for like fourteen year olds. It was really weird.
0: I think you're thinking of this show. Yeah, it's not really scary, but it's kind of romantic and meant for fourteen year olds. Yeah. Time we're done. All right. Hey, did you know uh, WWE Raw is coming to the Excel Energy Center on Monday? It's coming
1: on Monday.
0: We uh, gave away tickets. Thanks yeah, to everyone for uh, listening. We have an exclusive interview. I think. With a WWE superstar, which I'm not going to mention in case oh, it man. falls through because oh, it man. happened a few days ago, but it's happening tomorrow maybe. Oh, man. Figure that timing out. I don't know. Figure that out. But you can find it at the 5 Also, it'll be on KMSU Mondays, 1.30, um, the Dustin Wilmess Show. That's nice. me.
1: That's you. Do you know I had that? Uh, you talked to me about it before.
0: Had it for a couple of years. Thanks. Yeah.
1: You get your own show. You're, like, big time. Yeah. Well, it's also on Mixcloud. Mixcloud. If you, if you care. I don't even know what that is. Just follow
0: us on, like, the social media sites, and you'll be all up to date. What's Mixcloud? It's a place where you can put audio files.
1: Oh, wow. Just in time. What is that? This is a fan. Well, good. that's it started just on time for this. That's a good sound to have going over the air. Yeah. Well, thanks everyone for listening. And um,
0: carbon monoxide has done us in. Turn that thing off. Hope you can still hear us. Hey, go to Patreon. Join us on Patreon. A lot of fun stuff there. Also, go to Lori Don Ceramics. Buy a special someone a special ceramic item. oh I bought one. Nice. I try to buy something every year from Lori yeah. Don Ceramics. Yeah, I'm a good guy. You are a nice guy. Thank you so much. Ton, uh, the five-count co-op's coming up. Let's do a new one, shall we? Let's do it. Hey, see you next time. See ya.